live from the Toad Hop Network studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. Enhances the senses, opens your mind. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. The creator of Dirty.com, Nick Ritchie. The Dirty.com website. The Dirty.com and its owner, Nick Ritchie. The website, the Dirty.com. You're listening to Nick Ritchie Radio on the Toad Hop Network. If you want to talk to Nick, call 323-622-8623. And now your host, Nick Ritchie. Welcome world, Nick Ritchie Radio. I'm here with Scooby Sunday and uh, Mr. Lohan, Michael Lohan, is joining us. It was uh, tough to uh, make this happen, but we uh, did make it happen. And uh, Michael, I just want to say... Before you and I get into whatever we need to get into, um, it takes a lot of balls after the stuff that you know that you and I have been kind of going back and forth with. And I uh, want to thank you for coming on. I, I, I really didn't think you would. Well, kind of goes both ways. That you know, I think you have a lot of balls to have me here as well. So, well, I, I want to kind of just get right into <laughs> you and I as far as like our drama right now and. It, I wrote about your daughter in my book. Yeah, a couple of times. And uh, it was in regards to her doing drugs in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. um, basically, you know, I, I'm pretty sure you've read it or at least seen that part where we were at uh, an event at Mansion Nightclub and uh, she was doing lines in the bathroom and I was there and I witnessed it. Um, and I know you are adamant that it didn't happen. And... Um, I, I respect that, you know, you're a father, you're defending her, you know, it, it but it, it is what it is. And, and it did happen, you know, so I just want to see, to be, he, I want you to look at me eye to eye and I want to tell you as a man that, hey, this is what happened, bro. Did it happen for your book or did it happen in real life? No, it happened in real life. And and I have a Vanessa, who the, who the PR girl that took us to the mm -hmm. bathroom, you know, I have her as a witness. I have Stephanie who works the club as a witness, you know. It so they down. were all in there doing coke no, with no, you, Lindsay? No, they weren't in the bathroom, but they were there privy to the situation. Well, then how can they be a witness if they didn't see it with their own two eyes? It was very, very surreal for me, and it was very real, and it happened. And I'm telling you, okay. I'm looking I'm looking <laughs> well, at you. Nick, here you are telling me that you had witnesses, and they weren't well, even I'm, there. I'm, I'm telling, you the, situa someone that I'm sees telling something. you the situation that of what happened. No, as far as them being in the bathroom seeing it, no, they okay, didn't. Okay, then they're not a witness. But her antics that night and what happened? They Nick, I went to school to be a lawyer for three years, so you're not getting out of this. So let's go back to the beginning. You said you had witnesses, and they witnessed it. Okay. But saying, if they didn't saying, see it, they I'm didn't witness her actions, it. Her actions. Michael, we all know, you know, I've been to a club a million times. You can tell when someone's on coke. You can tell when someone's high. Well, I'm an addiction specialist. Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. And, and going back to the history of Lindsay and, and her craziness and even going back further into your days, you know, you were a Wall Street guy. I did the same thing you guys did. Okay. And, Probably worse at times. And, and I hope you took no offense when I, I used the term blow hand because that's what everyone uses. Well, you know? Yeah, listen, we've been called a lot worse than blow hand. Okay, but but can you at least – and I, I don't think you ever will, will ever agree upon this because you're her father. But it, it, But then again, Nick, listen, when she's wrong, she's wrong, and I'll say it. I'll be the first one to say it. If I didn't see it or if I don't know it for a fact, I won't say it. You say you were there and it happened. 
listen, I can't argue with you if you're saying that, but when you tell me there were witnesses there and they witnessed it, but they didn't witness it and they weren't there, they the credibility is kind of shot. No, no, no. But, but that's, I know it's he said, she said. Mm-hmm. I agree with you on that. But I feel like, you know, from what I do, the dirty, and, and you know it very well, you know, this is what I do. I try to find things um, and post things that are as, as credible as, as I, possible. No, you know and I, I mean? respect that. And I think your site is a great site. But I think I, I'm telling you, I, I like, and why I wanted to bring you here is to tell you to your face, I didn't use it to push books. It wasn't. It wasn't about that. This was a life experience that no, I had in my she's journey. She's only one part of the book. I, I no, she's a There's small a lot part. More. Small part. Yeah. But of course, you know, media they take it and like, oh my God, you know, this is Lindsay, and he's talking about her doing blow. And well, as soon as the book come out, came out, I got about a thousand phone calls. Do you see what Nick Ritchie said about your daughter? Go kill him. Yeah. Well, it, did you? You were pretty pissed, yeah, and it was. wasn't the first time. It wasn't the first time. I actually want to play this voicemail. Um, and I want you to apologize if you if you don't mind. I don't know which one you're playing next. Okay, well, Michael and I have fought before over different things, and I posted you one time. And what bothers me is that when I posted you on the dirty, you get posted by everyone. You get trashed by everyone, and you can brush it off. But for some reason, I posted something, and you just couldn't handle it. And you got about. you got my number. What was the post? Okay, but I want you to listen to the voicemail, and just can you concur? That this is your 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 this is you right here. You ready for this? I hear it. Okay. Johnny, I'm going to play this, okay? Nick, are you fucking kidding me? Are you that friggin' low that you would take this bullshit, a picture of somebody not even with me or anything, that has no association with me, and put it up there and run with some heroin junkies, which was perfectly clear in the text, with his lies and story, when there's no connection whatsoever? You know, I thought we cleared this up the other day. You're a fucking scumbag, Nick. You're a fucking scumbag. And I never met you before, but when I saw you on Celebrity Family Rehab, whatever it is, and I saw what a punk you look like, you can go fuck yourself. And if you have something to say to me, come and meet me anywhere you want because you're a piece of shit. You're a low-life piece of shit. And I hope what you do to other people like myself comes right back on you and your wife and your fucking family. I hope it comes right back on you because you're a punk piece of shit. They goddamn you. Okay, so I, I'm not. I'm going to be honest. That message hurt me a little bit. Well, it hurts me to hear. You know, <laughs> I must be pretty pissed. It's you were you were pretty upset at me. But let, let me go back a few <laughs> steps. All right, this is from what? Uh, this is from, I would say, a year ago. Okay, and and, we, and this is from a post. But we we discussed this. But and well, I, well, no, I, I want to make a point. How long have I known you? Now? Uh. I want to say over two years. Yeah, closer to three years. Three years. And we had a really good relationship. We had a, we actually had a really good relationship because, and, and I'll be honest with you, when I had my daughter, mm-hmm. I was throwing things off of you because mm-hmm. I wanted to learn from mistakes. Not to say that in a weird way, no, but I got, you. I, I got a little bit of, of, you know, I try to pick your brain a little bit because I didn't want to go down this road of, how do you raise a child? How do you have a relationship? And you know my relationship was rocky. I was on couples therapy. You know, it's, it's common knowledge. So, but I didn't want to go down this crazy, you know, low hand ride. So that's what it was. But this post was something that you got posted. And after we, you explained it to me, and I took the post down. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We came to an agreement. But the way you came at me was not like, Hey, just hey, Nick. Can you um, take this down because it's not true? This is what's going on. You came after you me kill, to kill uh, me first. No, if I wanted to kill you, I would have been out in Arizona or here or wherever you were. But 
What was the post? It was you cheating, supposedly, allegedly, cheating on Kate with another girl in New York while you were in New York. Right. Doing some sort of press function or whatever. Right. No, I was in Connecticut doing a TV show. Okay. And someone said that I met a girl in New York when I never even left Connecticut. Okay. And then what? But and what? You didn't check to see yeah, that it was a I, lie. How, but but how am I supposed to know that? You have to check. What am I getting? A good journalist, a good. But reporter, I'm not a journalist. Good, but you look at. Uh, I'm not a journalist. You are a journalist on the radio. You're on the airwaves. You're not writing it down. And you are a journalist because you have a website. So let's not go there. That's number one. Number two is your job is to check things out first before you post them. The other thing is if you would have... But that's not most true. People, it's, it's, wait, most people call up for a comment. You didn't even call me about it. You just put it up there. Because you know that if you would have told me and it was wrong, I would have proved to you it was wrong and it wouldn't have made, story, it wouldn't have made a story. Okay. So that's what got me pissed. More, more, more than anything is it came between Kate and myself. And mm-hmm. I, had an, I had an infant. I had a baby. When was, no, no was, she was pregnant. No, she was pregnant yeah. at the time. But that's that hurt me the most. Okay, and I think you would feel the same way. No, I get that. And if someone I, said and, something and I got that it. was wrong. About I got it after the fact. But Shane would be very, very upset. The details were pretty. It was a long, drawn out story of details where I was, was like, li- "But it was a lie." That's. I'm supposed to believe you because you were in the bathroom. <laughs> you know what I mean, Nick? Nick, listen. Prove to me. I wasn't even in the state of New York, and this person said okay, I met her in New York. Okay, but but how do you how do you feel being? This happens all the time. Kate and I just went through it again with some other bimbo. Uh, okay, people write things in, and then I have to prove myself. Then when when I prove myself right, no one reports it. Yeah, but you, you went. You wanted. To, you literally wanted to stab me. Like you were. No, you were pissed. No, I didn't want to. Stab how do you not say? Do you, no, do you hear I that? I wanted to shoot you. I didn't want to stand. Okay. Okay. But so I just want to I just want to play that because there's a lot of things happen that happens behind the scenes yeah. that people don't know about. So I just wanted yeah. to, to show people that, you know, when you came after me with the Lindsay thing, it like it was like, okay, here we go again. But, but we uh, never we, we, But I'm glad because now I had a chance to explain a chance to explain explain myself. Okay, and that's why I wanted us to sit I, I and we find we've never met each other right. like in person one on one. So this is my opportunity for you to understand me a little bit better because I'm doing a job here. You know what I mean? I got it. You're doing a job as a father, as your as a father, protecting your daughter, mm-hmm. and I get that too. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you that I didn't use Lindsay to promote the book. That that was just not even. It was just an experience that I went through in my first experience seeing an actual celebrity doing drugs. No, you know what? That was, and I agree, it was only a small part of the book, only a small part. But if I don't see it or I, I don't know something for a fact, I'm going to stand up for my kids. Okay. If I, for example, I'll go back again. You said that these two girls witnessed her doing it and they were I mean, witnessed there. her actions. It was on, you know. Witnessed her, what actions? Her, her actions of just being crazy. She was all over the place. She was with that, that boy at the time, Samantha Ronson. Oh, whatever. Do you like her? Samantha? Yeah. I... I pity her. Why? Really, because if Lindsay was in a, a pretty okay place at the time until she got involved with Samantha. So you think and Samantha I just, took I just down really that road? found out that Samantha got $175,000 for that picture of Lindsay when she was passed out in Samantha's car. When Samantha stopped in that gas station on purpose when she had gas and took a picture of Lindsay passed out. And sold it for $175,000. $175,000. Samantha was only picture. spinning for 5000 bucks yeah. at a club. After she met Lindsay, she was in excess of twenty-five to fifty thousand dollars. Yeah, no, I think that was the deal. She would get five, and Lindsay would get twenty, and they would do a twenty-five deal. Yeah. But then Lindsay would be nice to her and usually like hook her up with most of the appearance. Whatever, but that's people use Lindsay like that, and she's very susceptible. 
So you think so you think Samantha Ronson took her down this road cuz I'll tell you what Michael when she I was there I've never it. seen anything like they were fighting and I was like you know and I'm not going to lie I, I even said in my book I helped cause a little bit of the drama I wanted them to you know break up and shit to happen it was fun for hey, me Hey if it was a matter of them breaking up I'm all for it buddy I'm glad you did Well they you know it, it they didn't actually break up break up but it started the the downward spiral and they went crazy, got in a fight, trashed the room, $13,000 in damage. Let me ask nuts. you something. And, you know, you made a very good point. We're talking about something that's very valid. Where is Samantha Ronson now? Do you see Samantha in the press? Do you see getting press? No, no. but... Because but, Lindsay's not with her. Okay, but here's... That's here's, pretty pathetic. Here's the thing. Because you see Amanda Bynes going crazy right now, right? Oh, God. Okay, but, yeah, but you see this, and, I, and I'm not saying this is like... This is like Lindsay maybe 2008, would you say? Or what? like back, back, like... Going towards this crazy state, can you compare the two? No, no, you know why? Because one is, it seems like it's a psychological and mental breakdown. Lindsay was partying and going off the hook and doing things. So, you like think that. Lindsay was just completely drug related? I think it was drinking and drugs, yeah. Yeah. But I'm not saying that it's not that way with, with Amanda. Because I, I think I like, I look at Amanda Bynes' actions, and the biggest flag comes up to me is Adderall. I just look at like her, just her no. erratic behavior. Spice. Spice. What spice? You don't know what spice is? Is that like slang for what? Like no, I'm not a drug guy. No, no. It's um. Well, there's a new two new drugs out that are actually legal. You can buy them are spice and bath salts. Yeah, bath salt. I know. Well, spice is like uh, just like it looks like marijuana, but it's tainted with different kinds of chemicals or whatever. It's perfectly legal, and it really you hallucinate and it drives you out of your mind. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, literally. So what do you think about Amanda right now? Like what? Like if you had to give her any kind of advice? Uh, it's You know, it's really sad because I watched her grow up with Lindsay. And it was her, Amanda, her, Kirsten Dunst. And they were all, you know, up and coming, really great um, planetary. They were all they were all up and coming actresses. And they were young and they were innocent and they were so promising. And then you just watch the course they take. And, you know, it's really sad to see where Amanda is now. And her parents want to put her in a psych ward instead of a rehab. It just doesn't make sense to me. She's not going to get help in a psych ward. She needs to be in a rehab. Okay, let's talk about rehab. So Lindsay's at Betty Ford right now. Yeah. Okay. Um, to me, it looks like Betty Ford's kind of using her a little bit just to get their name out there. And they did. They you gave, know, it, gave her the treatment for nothing, Nick. You yeah. Think well, obviously. It? Yeah. So, and it's the big talk, Betty Ford. And I haven't heard Betty Ford in forever. You know, it's just it, it is what it is. But. Their treatment there, as far as I know, and I've heard you say this, it's just it's not the best. And I know it's it's they don't have any like like one on one counseling, no, right? None, not one. You know, I was up to visit Lindsay on Sunday, and I was talking to her about the place I want to go, her to go to Lucas Institute, which is down in Palm Beach, Florida, which is a program which is all one on one therapy. Mm -hmm. It's individualized trauma therapy. They treat the trauma that leads to addiction, not the addiction. You don't put a, like we were saying before, you don't put a Band-Aid on the wound. You treat the wound. Betty Ford doesn't do that. It's a no one-on-one -on -one therapy. It's group sessions. It's 12-step. It's outside meetings. It's yeah, but don't you think, Lindsay, it's working a little bit? Cause no, no. You know what worked? She got off the medication. She's off the Adderall. She's off the med She's not drinking. She's, she's clear and focused because she's not on anything. Is she's she gaining Lindsay. weight? No, not really. No. No, she's going to the gym like twice a day. Really? Yeah, yeah. Eating really healthy. Her mind's clear and stuff. Unbelievable. Un I have to say, when I spoke to, I saw her on Saturday, um, and the week be no on Sunday, and the week before when I spoke to her on a Sunday, after I got off the phone with her, literally I had tears in my eyes. I had never hear her speak, heard her speak that clearly in the last eight years. Really? 
Nick, I'm telling you, look in my eyes. I have not heard her speak that clearly in eight years. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. And it, I, I like I look at, but that's for now. You know? I know, but yeah, and that's the thing. I look at people, and I and I and I kind of just I study them. You know what I mean? And like in your situation, you know, I've always been studying your family dynamic because the broken home syndrome, as as Huge. I would I would call it, I, I really feel like Lindsay went through that because I felt like you and Dina were going through, she was the, the first child, right? The first child, Lindsay was, Dina was Lindsay's manager. Um, and she was kind of, Lindsay's kind of the role model, the anchor to the other kids, I would assume, right? It's funny you said that. I'll tell you why later. So so for me, I, I see that dynamic and I see your battles with, with Dina, you being in prison, like that has to yeah, take a apart. toll on a person, right? Tore her apart. And then she has to escape some way and she goes to drugs but you and your past you know being on the floors and wall street and doing all that stuff it this that's like that was a coke that was when coke was cool mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i'm assuming you ran through that stuff like crazy and yeah. you did a, a lot of drugs no i did coke and i drank that's all i, I never i smoked pot once in my life nothing else really? not even a pill no okay but while you were doing drugs did you have sex with Dina? Is that during that time period? Oh, no. When Lindsay was born? No, no. As a matter of fact, when Dina and I got together, um, we basically stopped, you know, we, when she was, she wanted to get pregnant, we basically stopped and we were, we were good. But once she found out she was pregnant, Dina didn't drink. I didn't drink. We didn't do anything. And then now, does Dina come from that as well? Did, was she partying and going well, she crazy? she has alcoholism in her family. I think it's kind of evident. Her brother got nailed with, uh, you know, for DWI. And, you know, yeah, and she's still partying, it seems like. Dina still seems like she's, you know. Yeah, do, that's what they report in the paper. Talk? But yeah, do we talk? Yeah. We've gotten a lot closer since Lindsay went in. And since I, you know, I there was a big issue about child support. And I was paying Dina on the side, and it wasn't applying toward the system and so on and so forth. And I have to I have to be honest. I was kind of pissed off at her because of what she was doing, so I was withholding. And finally, I said, you know what? Lindsay's in rehab. She needs us both on the right page. And I just gave her one lump sum, and Dina was kind of happy with that. All the kids were really happy that I just settled it and got her out of kind of a jam she was in. Yeah, I saw that. And we're like... You know, we've been talking. We've been very supportive of Lindsay, uh, actually amicable, and she's even here in town. So uh, we're actually going to sit down and uh, and do an interview together tomorrow. Oh wow! And then hopefully see Lindsay. This When's morning. the last time you guys you guys have actually been together, like in a I haven't room? seen her like physically. I haven't seen her in over two and a half years. Wow! Yeah. So are you excited to see Dina again? Do you think the sparks are going to fly? <laughs> no, no, you know, maybe as parents to my kids, yeah. you know, I'm with Kate and Kate has a baby. Yeah. I love Kate. How's Landon doing, by the way? Oh, he's amazing. It's got to be crazy for you to have a son now because it's like starting over and, you know, it's kind of like you're, God's giving you that, uh, here we go. Let's, let's New give beginning. this. Yeah. And, and now you're in a sober state of mind, yeah. which yeah. is crazy. You know, awesome. why is it crazy? It's just crazy. Cause I know <laughs> you leave me crazy messages. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was years ago, dude. You know? And I wasn't high when I left the message either. No, you yeah, just, just you a just little anger there. You just wanted to kill. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm proud of you for that. And, and can we talk about what happened? There was some sort of paternity test or you were like, Oh, you want to go there? Now? Yeah. It's just, you wanna, it's just, you want to go. I, to the side. How many kids do you have now? Six. Six kids. Yeah, it's a lot of kids. Well, it's not the Brady bunch, but it's and it's not Octomom's family, but 
and then and then you you have this new kid that you didn't know about now or do you have a relationship is it a, it was a, a girl right girl ashley ashley yeah. um yeah, Christy hadn't contacted me for like 15 years. And, and this she, is this is the... The mother. The mother. Was it a one-night stand or what yeah, was this? Yeah, Dean and I were separated. Um, and I was with... Over the course of a week, I was with Christy twice. And she got pregnant, didn't know it. She moved... Well, did you wear a condom or you, you don't even remember that? Was Obviously, so I didn't wear a condom. No. I'm just wondering. Well, I thought you wore a condom. She got pregnant. Okay. Well, I, you never know. There's <laughs> like, that 1%. What is it? Men are from Mars? <laughs> Come on. Or Pluto. Anyway. Um, Pull-out method didn't work either. Didn't, don't think I practiced <laughs> that method, no. Anyway, so, no, Christy was, uh, Dean and I were separated. Christy was in New York. I hadn't seen her in like, over 10 years. I knew her from Houston, Texas. She actually dated one, a friend of mine. She was married to a cop. Um, had a really bad relationship, and she knew I lived on Long Island, reached out to me and asked if I could help her, and I, I helped you get out of there. And in the process of moving, um, over the course of a week or so, I was with her twice. And she never told you about... She went to Texas. She moved in with a guy in Texas. She was there with him for a month or two. Then went to Vegas, met someone else, got engaged, got married, moved to Arizona, Pace in Arizona. And, and, and Ashley never asked who her dad was? She thought that the guy that she was with was her father. She was oh, married. Really? She was married. Really? And then she was, Chrissy was going through a divorce with this guy, Daryl. And all of a sudden, it came out that, you know, he said, she's not my child, and I'm not going to pay for it. And Christy goes, well, shit, who's going to pay? And she came to me and said, you were the only other guy I was with. So did you feel attacked, or did you feel like, hey, I got I was like a last resort kind of thing, but you know what? It did make sense. She did look like me, and I, I agreed to take the test, but she kind of, Christy kind of pinned me against the wall. It was, I was at my father's funeral, of all places, mm -hmm. and she had me served. Wow. I was on probation at parole at the time in New York after my DWI. I couldn't leave the state of New York, wasn't allowed to leave. And she had me she had me subpoenaed to court in Montana, knowing I couldn't go there. So I couldn't go there. They had the court hearing, found me in default judgment, said it was a father without a paternity test, and hit me with $336,000 in child support from the day this child was born. Now, the law states in Montana and even here, you're not supposed to, if she's married, she was being supported. Yeah. I am not liable for support, but they hit me with the support anyway because I wasn't in court and they thought I was being defiant, but they didn't tell the court that I was on parole and I couldn't leave New York. Uh -huh. So finally it came to the point where I said, let's get this over with. Let's take a paternity test. She said, I'm not going to do it unless I get money. So we went to the Maury Povich show. They gave a four. Uh, uh, why, why would you do that? Because she wanted it. She wanted to make money. She wasn't going to get paid for, uh, otherwise. She got forty thousand bucks. I didn't pay. I didn't take any of it. She kept the forty thousand bucks. She got her money, and we took the test. And were you shocked? Were you kind of like? I was prepared for it. You know, really? I was being prepared. I was preparing myself. And then now, do you have a relationship with Ashley now? Or? We talk. Yeah, we talk. But I kind of got turned off because just you know it was all about you're my daddy and you know I want to get to know you and then all of a sudden along came the MTV Awards and I got that call Michael do you think you can get Ashley and I some tickets to the MTV Awards and we can go on the red carpet and I was like what you know I can't get out there oh but you think you can get me and my friend and Ashley and her friend because I need some moral support to go out there I said you can go out there with Ashley I'll get you out there well can we go on the red carpet I said no they won't let you go unless I'm there with you and I'm not going so that started a riff, and then uh, Christy said she needed more money. She was going to lose the house. I got her more money. 
gave her like 8500 8, bucks, and she was having a hard time, and she said, uh, well, you know, I need some money to help Ashley get her career in order. What's her career going to be? She wants to be a singer. Wow. She wants to be a singer like Allie and Lindsay. So is this about being the daddy and getting to know your daddy or about getting in Hollywood? Ashley, you hear that? But here's the thing. What, how did Lindsay and Allie take this Like when they found out, like, oh, my God, I have a sister I don't you even know? You know what? They've been unbelievable. They really haven't said too much. They'll throw me a snide remark every once in a while when you're, you know, when they're pissed off. Oh, really? Like, like your other daughter or your illegitimate daughter, you know, those kind the, of... Your bastard child. They've never said that. They haven't? No, but you have. That's nice. There you go. Sorry. It's all right. <laughs> I had to get you back. <laughs> gotcha. Touche. Anyway, so, um, Nick, Nick, Nick. Um, anyway, so, you know, so, that's so, what it is. So, but now... You have this, like, how do you keep up with the craziness of your life? Like, it's just, it just to me, it's like every week, it's either the whole family hates you. Who? It's just the, what I read. You no. know what I mean? Just like everyone hates you, or Lindsay disowns her father, like all this stuff. Nikki, Nikki, Nikki. You just saw my cell phone. Come on. Is that no, no, true? No, 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 I'm saying I know you have a great relationship with Lindsay right now, but I'm saying how do you take it from the media? Because TMZ... They need Lindsay to survive. It's like every week you're reading they a story need everybody about everybody. They they live and they thrive off this, you know, the news and especially negative news because that's what people want to re read. But that's your job. That's their job. I understand that. Just like paparazzi, everyone hates paparazzi. These guys are trying to make a living. Okay, but how does yeah. how does Lindsay feel? Like my whole thing now is like Lindsay's going to get out right of this Betty Ford, or she's going to transfer to hopefully to well, a different location, yes. and she's going to be of right mind, right? And then she's probably going to do maybe, you know, go do a media tour and everyone's be like, oh, my God, Lindsay is normal now. And they've given her a million chances. They'll probably give her more chances. Yeah. You know, and she might recover. She might not. Who knows? But how is she going to take that period where no one's going to be talking about her? Because I feel like the insanity that is Lindsay Lohan is the negative press. And that's what keeps her relevant and keeps her going and drives the whole family well let's look at you know look i'm not disagreeing because you have you're certainly making a point but at the same time she was very relevant when there weren't problems in her life so there's nothing to say that she can't yeah do because that she was thing. an amazing actress at and she time. still is just because she went off course a little bit and she wasn't in the Elizabeth right place. dick was terrible by the way did you see that yeah i did but i don't think it was terrible i thought she was pretty good in it and she, said she had moments of greatness but yeah. you could tell there were times where Lindsay was like you know Worse than Liz Taylor in it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, well, I'm not going to deny that. You know. you know, but I'm saying, all right, so let's look at it this way. If Lindsay was in that state of mind and she did that well, which wasn't her best, but she did that well, imagine what kind of an actress she is when she's not in that frame of mind. But will she get there? Because the whole world. She's there now. The whole world has been like waiting and like how we If you peel Lindsay the treatment. onion and you get to the root of it with Lindsay, like with the treatment she needs, and you get rid of it. She'll be better than she ever was because she has life experience. She's been down that road. She's, she's got that raw natural talent, that God-given talent, and it's only gonna, you know, it's only gonna be who for all the experience that she has. I just feel like the taste, the taste of who she's so lost, you know, in her career and her life, and she's trying to find that road, right? Um, and the road that she thinks she's on like or she was on was totally the wrong road right you know but to everyone in the whole world they love it 
you know, they're just like, oh, what a mess, train wreck, calling her every word. You know what I mean? I'm guilty of haters. it. I'm they're, guilty of it. Everyone's guilty of but it. But, you know, those are haters. But then again, everyone loves an underdog. People would love to see it. Hey, now, I was the one that said that she would come back, but she fell back off the wagon again. She had a little bit of time where everyone was saying, okay, well, she's getting better. Lindsay's going to come back. She's, you know, she's ready. She's focused. Never get, she was never 100% better. Well, she, now I think she the, had the act of right. here. I I'm gonna I'm gonna clean up my act, and then she's you see her at a nightclub, yep. you know, at four in the morning, hiding under a table. You know what I mean? Like it's just it's it's very sad to watch. It is, especially for a father. Yeah. So for me, I'm just like I want her. I want her to come through. I want this to work, well, and I, I want that. I want the relationship with her whole family to work. Even Ashley, that family dynamic has got to work for her to be better. Tina and I have to be on the same page. 100%. We have to be friends. If we don't become friends, and I'm willing to do it, and I hope certainly hope Dina is now, if we don't become friends and put our differences aside for our children and not get them involved, nothing's going to work. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think it will work until Dina is on the same page as you. I mean, like it just personally in life and doing things. You know, I I I don't think she's clean. Like that's just me personally. Just her actions, what I've seen. I just, I don't find it to be pure, you know, and, and I feel like, and you know, going through this kind of therapy, and you, the people around you need to be on that same page, you know, and, and if Dina's not clean, how is Lindsay ever going to learn to be in that family dynamic? Well, listen, all I can say is that Dina's clean now. I don't know what she did in the past, you know, we've seen things, we have a perception of what happened, so on and so forth. I mean, I had a perception of what happened with me when I got a DWI, I'm not denying it, and I had three drinks, I got in my car, and I ran into a pole doing 80. <clears throat> There's no denying that. Okay, can I ask you a question? We're going to go to break, and I'm going to bring you back. I want to ask you one question before that um, it's just for some reason in my mind, and I have no no offense, but when you were in prison, did anyone ever try to touch your butt? No. Sicko. It never happened? You psycho. But you hear the stories of prison, everyone's, you know, you're... Dude, that doesn't happen. Lindsay Go Lohan's dad. Discuss it later. Lindsay Lohan's yeah. dad. Yeah, touch Look at his butt. butt. I'm going to touch your butt in a second. <laughs> So we're good. We're not going to fight. A wise guy. Nick Ritchie Radio. Who thinks he knows everything. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on toadhopnetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network. It helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording you? Oh! To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall, just to find the thing you wanted, isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's free. Books on tape, games galore, everything you're looking for. Kindle, cameras, electronics, baby Einstein, hooked on phonics, Blu-ray, movies, and TV, download, music, MP3, Pixar, Disney, microphone, pet supplies, and doggy bones. World of Warcraft, Nancy Drew, Sims, the Scruff System too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping is even free. What's up, everyone? Sports Guru here. Sick of looking at the same old boring websites? Well, check out the newsportsguru.com for all the hottest training videos and all the biggest sports news. Become a VIP for only $4.99 and get premium access to everything the Sports Guru has to offer. The beautiful Gurus Girls, all my biggest sports picks, and much more. So get off that porn site and check out the newsportsguru.com. 
Hey, Toad Hop listeners, this is Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson with What's Good, starring Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson. And we are a show that knows a little bit about a lot. We talk about hip hop, we talk about other people who can't help themselves, and we talk about all sorts of things music, TV, gossip, you name it, we do it. Be sure to check out our show live every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the ToadHopNetwork.com. And if you miss it, go back and watch it on ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. Don't be a jerk. Do it. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. It's very important, Candace. They have to leave a comment and rate the show. You know why? Why? Otherwise, we'll be on the bottom. And we like to be on the top, don't we? I know I do. Yeah, girl. With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. We are back in studio, Nick Ritchie Radio. I'm here with Michael J. Lohan. Why is it J? Uh, you know, it's, it says something else. It says they, they call you Michael Douglas Lohan on your Wikipedia. See? Shows how much is true on the internet. And that's Wikipedia. They pride themselves. Yeah, the morons. Half that stuff. Because I was going to say, Michael Douglas, whoa, you're the, you're the big actor in the family. Oh, yeah, right. No, no thanks. It's not my So if you're just forte. tuning in, uh, Michael and I... You know, we've had our quarrels and quandaries. We we actually started off a, a little rough, but I think we're we're getting to a good place where I can start a- asking you good questions. Um, also, try. if someone wants to call in, this is you want to talk to a Lohan. Here you go, three two three six two two eight six two three. Once again, the number is three two three six two two eight six two three. I will take callers for Michael. Are you okay with that, Michael? I'm good. Okay. So if you have uh, any kind of uh, questions you want to ask him about anything. He's uh, open for it. Um, going back to meeting Dina, how did you meet her? Like, what What was, was she, I heard she was a singer at one point. No. That's a not dancer. true either? Dancer. dancer? Yeah. Like, what kind of dancer? No, she didn't do striptease. Like. I said what, I didn't okay. know. Whatever. Okay. <laughs> Just cutting you off in time. Yeah, I know. Anyway. <laughs> Oh my God! What am I like doing? Like a ballet here? dancer? What am I doing here? No, no, Broadway she, dancer? Ballet, tap, Broadway, the whole nine yards. She's actually a very, very good dancer. I gave. And, and did you meet her in the city in the, or in New York? Or? No, as a matter. Of, well, yeah, I did. Um, I went to. I was working on the Commodity Exchange. Um, I went to. I had a client down in Dallas, Texas, huh. and my godfather, who's my boss on the exchange, called me up and he said he's from Georgia. And he said, "Son, he said I need you back here in New York for the." for the Christmas party for the exchange. And I said, Harry, well, I'm down here. You know, I'm kind of busy. I wanted to go and see my family. He said, no, I need you back here in New York. So I went to the party, and it turned out to be a party for the exchange, but the people from UVA were there as well. And they were a bunch of, you know, real yuppie kind of guys. And I grew up in that, and I just was tired of it. So I was there with a friend of mine, and um, I ordered a bottle of champagne. And we were drinking, and I said, let's get out of here. And I took the bottle of champagne. It was Dom Perignon. I, I put it under my arm. I didn't want to leave it there. We only had two glasses. Yeah. And I'm walking out the door. And when I'm walking out the door, I'm kind of self-conscious about it being on my arm, and I didn't want anyone to see it there, and I wasn't paying attention. And someone walked in and bumped my arm and dropped the champagne. And it broke everywhere. No, it dropped and shot all over the place, but it was Dina. And I looked at her, and I was like, you... I was about to say, you asshole. And I looked at her, and she's a good-looking girl. And I go, you... I said, oh, my God. And she goes, um, she said, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I said, I'll tell you what, um, don't worry about it. She said, no, I'll buy you a bottle of champagne. I said, fine. I picked it up. I said, you're going to buy me a bottle of Dom Perignon? She goes, oh, no, I can't afford it. I said, I'll tell you what, I'll buy you a bottle if you drink it with me. And we drank it that night. And uh, 
one thing led to another. She gave me her name, but she wouldn't give me her number. And she said she lived on Long Island. Her name was Dina Sullivan. You know how many Sullivans are on Long Island? So you were just looking her up. Can you find her? No, the funny part was she left before I did, and we both live on Long Island, and I went over the 59th Street Bridge, and she went down toward the, the Midtown Tunnel, which is totally you know in the opposite direction. Yeah. But when you came, come out the 59th Street Bridge, you have to go down Van Damme Street and all the way to the expressway. We our cars met on the road when she came out of the tunnel. God, I was like God was trying to make Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, that's how it happened, and I was able to track her down. I found out who she was, and we started dating. And eight months later, we were married. That's so crazy. Yep. That's so crazy. Yep. Okay, callers, here we go. We're gonna we're gonna start talking to Michael. So uh, it, I know people have been calling. Feel free to to keep calling three two three six two two eight six two three. We'll get to uh, as many calls as we can. Hi, caller. Hi, caller. You're on Nick Ritchie Radio. Can you hear me? Hey, I can hear you. How are you? What's your name? My name is Brittany. Hi, Brittany. You have a question for me or for Mr. Lohan? Mr. Lohan. Hey, Brittany. How are you? Brittany, you going to ask a question? Hello? Hey. Hey. I just you look so sexy on this internet talk show. Who, me? Is it weird that you have fans like that? You guys. No, I love this kid. Keep talking, Britain. No, Let me hear no. More. Sorry. I got to let you go for Kate. Goodbye. <laughs> Hi, caller. You're on Nick Ritchie Radio. Yeah, I can hear you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I have a question for Michael. Okay. Um, there, The press reported that um, Charlie Sheen gave Lindsay like $100,000. I just wanted to ask if that was true, and how did he feel that some other guy was just giving his daughter so much money? Well, um, what's your name to begin with? Marissa. Hi, Marissa. Um, listen, I only know what was reported. I didn't ask Lindsay about the money. I know Charlie is a good friend of hers, very giving, and if he wanted to help her out in that, you know, in that situation she was in with the taxes, then, you know, hats off to him. Uh, she had the money, she or she earned the money after that. I don't know if she settled it with him and gave him the money back or not, but Charlie's a really great guy. I appreciate him helping her out. I didn't know the position she was in, but um, from what I understand, it was true, yeah. Okay. Thank well, you. thank you. Thank um, you for the call. Thanks for coming on the show. I didn't think they were going to make it. All right. No problem. Marissa. See, everyone, thought, you, everyone thought we were going to battle, dude. Like, oh, yeah. I was actually kind of concerned. Well, I actually brought a bat, but I left it outside. No, I was ready to fight you. You were? A little bit. I was I was telling Scooby, I'm like, hey, Better grow be ready. about six inches before you fight. Be, be ready. We should, we should fight one day. <laughs> Hi, caller. You're on Nick Ritchie Radio. How's it going? Good. How are you? Who's this? This is Rick. Hey, Rick. I yeah. am I'm calling because I would like to know... Where the ginger blood came from? Is it her mother or ginger father's blood. side? Do you know what ginger means? Ginger blood? Like the red hair, the, oh, the, yeah, the yeah. Irish. No, um, uh, hey, how are you, bud? Um, Dina's father had red hair and blue eyes, and my dad had red hair and blue eyes, and both Irish. Um, Dina's mother was Italian, my mom's Italian, and our dads were Irish, so that's where it came from. My son Landon, so, as a matter of fact, has red hair and blue eyes. Really? Do you have ginger blood then? No. No, I don't have any ginger blood. <laughs> Not that I can see. Can you see any ginger blood? I don't have any hair left, so I, you wouldn't be able to tell anyway. Oh, how, how, that's just the hat. Fuck. Shit. <laughs> how, how old 
how old was Lindsay when she started like really like was she redhead right out the gate? Right out of the gate, bro. Really? Yeah, I'll show you a picture on my phone. It's so red. And were you like Damn, where'd this come from? She's yeah, gonna, were you like, are you sure gonna this be, is my kid? She's gonna be trouble. She's about as red as it comes. She was on fire when she was born. When you were um in prison, a lot of people don't know this, you actually wrote Lindsay every day, right? I wrote her every week. All every my week. kids. All, all your kids. kids. Yeah. And then Lindsay never received your letters, right? It was, was kind of like the notebook. Yeah, evidently not. Watch well, her song. I don't know if you guys can pull it up, but Confessions of a Broken Heart, Daughter of the Father, the first line in the song is, I uh, wait for the postman to bring me a letter. That's crazy. Yeah. So she must have like really like resent you when you were in prison. Like She was probably No, pissed. if you read the song, if you listen to the song, listen to the words, it goes on. It says, I wait for the postman to bring me a letter. I wait for the good Lord to make me feel better. A family in crisis that only gets... Uh, uh, a family in crisis that only gets older. I love you. I love you. Where are you, Dad? And then she goes into, I wear you, all your clothes. I wear your polo sweater and so on and so forth. And she just feels like, you know what? She had her family there. The song tells the story of how she had a family. She loved them. They're apart now. Now she feels the weight of the world on her shoulders because she feels responsible to a degree. And, you know, she had no part of it. it that was not part of it. I got divorced because Dina had a brother who had a problem and he I caught him smoking crack at my son's communion party and I got in a fight with him and beat him up and that's what caused the, the major Our riff. Fa Dina's family said to her either it's him or us make a decision and Dina was Lindsay's manager she was making a lot of money at the time she didn't need my money so that's crazy and then did you ever did you ever like being Lindsay Dina being Lindsay's manager she obviously made a lot of money off Lindsay did you ever make any money off Lindsay never I mean there, there's been stories that you know so you've sold you sold stories about your daughter not stories like if there were video like you know text messages when people said I wasn't talking to Lindsay and you know or that I had no communication she hated me this and that I was like are you kidding me she texts me all the time she calls me all the time I gave it to Gina and Gina would you don't get it out in the press and she get paid for it. And Lindsay wouldn't get pissed about that? No, I don't know if she got pissed. Oh, come on. Are you kidding me? After all the money other people make off her. Hi, caller. You're on Nick Ritchie, Nick Ritchie Radio. Yeah, hi. Um, I had a question for Michael. Yes. I was wondering what it's like to have ginger blood. Same guy. This, is this same guy, guy loves ginger It sounds like blood. you've been drinking some ginger cognac. <laughs> You should. You should actually. You have strong sperm. You should actually probably go to one of those stations and sell your ginger blood. I should put in his ginger beer. Yeah, totally. And, and slang that stuff. So what's going on with you right now as far as work and stuff? Like, what, what do you? What is Michael Lohan doing? I am running a rehab and I'm helping develop about four more. We're growing pretty quickly. It's called the. Um, it's called Air Aiden Recovery. But we have a bunch of rehabs under that. It's called Treasure Coast. One is Treasure Coast. The other one is Lucan's Institute. And we're kind of branching out from there. So you're really on this kick of, you know, saving people. I love it. Yeah, I love it. And what, what did celebrity rehab take you down that road? Or I always what? wanted to do it, Nick. I mean, I've been doing interventions for a while. But celebrity rehab, I really, you know, I had a, I, I was, I had a codependency issue. That was, I had a broken sparrow syndrome where I always tried to pick people that were broken and help them and fix them. And, you know, sometimes when you put your hand down to help somebody and you try to pull them up, sometimes they pull you down with them. That was my problem. You know, I'd go down the wrong road and um, get caught up in their craziness, and I got crazy, and it didn't work. Yeah, because you were nuts on that show. 
No, not at the beginning, only at the end. Only when Kate came there and there was some disturbance. And okay, so- but like now, now I look at that, like I look back and like how crazy the relationship you had with Kate Major. Like you guys were like, like how bad you wanted to kill me. You were probably leaving messages like that for her every day. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> like it, it seemed like you guys, like she was... She didn't put up with shit. Like she was going after you, and you she were going, was going after, after her. Me. You know, but 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 you made it work, and now you have a kid, and like this is just it's just crazy. Well, to that me. just goes to show you, you know, some things are meant to be. I mean, I'm, talk our about son, tough love. Our son is a blessing. He really is. He turned her life around. He really gave me a new lease on life. I get to coach as a son again, which I love doing. Whether it's lacrosse, hockey, football, it doesn't matter. I'll do all of them. Um, but you know what? It's it's we're, we're in a good place. We're really really happy. Has Lindsay seen your son yet? No, she's, she's no no. I mean pictures. Yeah yeah yeah. Give her pictures. How about any of the other kids? They've seen pictures, but they haven't met him yet. They'll meet him, of course they will. They will. You know the most important thing right now is getting the core family around Lindsay in place for Lindsay, meaning Dina, Michael, Ali, Cody, and me. Uh-huh. And then bringing the other, you know, easing the other people back into her life. I think Dina's going to be tough. I keep harping on it, but it's going to be, it's not going to be easy. Yeah, you know what? I, to a degree, I, I agree with you, but you know. Because what is she doing? Something What is she get. doing for money right now? Like, what's her, what's her job? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, uh, for me, I feel like to fix, to fix the wagon wheel, you got to have all the wheels to work. And she's not, uh, she's not a. The wheel's flat on her department. Well, you know what? I don't know what she does for work. I don't know what she does with her personal life. I talk When I call up, I talk about the kids. And at least I can now. And I'm really thankful for that. Because if it was two, three months ago and I called up, I wouldn't have gotten the kids. Now at least I can talk to, pick up the phone and talk to Allie, talk to Michael, speak to Cody. Not as, Cody is a little more difficult than Allie and Michael. Yeah. But Lindsay and I have always talked, you know. It, there were times, of course, when it was stressed and she would be pissed at me because she was out doing the wrong thing and I'd slam her in the press like, yeah, she's wrong, she shouldn't be out, look at the people she's yeah. around, look at these schmucks, you know, putting her in a corner saying, look, I'm watching you, I'm not going to let up on you until you get rid of these people. Yeah. But that's a father. And if I have to take a beating for it, so, so be it. Now, I have a term on my side, it's called, it's called porta potty and, <laughs> and what it is is girls that you know, either Hollywood or whatever, they get paid by these, you know, Dubai guys or these rich Arab dudes and they're flying over there and, yeah. you know, getting paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to get pooped on. It's that's porta potty. You know what I mean? Like, because you know, those guys are weird. You know, they, you they, mean they literally do that? They pee and they poop on girls. Yeah, they get off on that. Come on. Yeah, usually on a boat. That's disgusting. I know. So here's uh, uh, you, uh, really, Scoop, they do this stuff? Yeah, it really happens and everything. Yeah, it's true. Scooby wants to do it one day, but he doesn't no. have enough money. But uh, anyways, why why I'm talking about that is because Lindsay went to parties and got paid for it, right? Yeah. So what? She went to parties, events, and she got paid. Yeah, but you they think weren't, she they let people promoted. poop and pee on her? I don't know, Nick. I don't know, not go- Nick. We're but on you, a really I know, good I know, track I know, right I know, now. I know, I know. But Michael, but you, but listen, listen. In in her state of mind, where she doesn't know what's going on, Nick, and they're feeding her stuff. Nick, Nick, Nick you know what? Let's cut this conversation off. That's the, she goes to parties and gets paid for it. That's it. You know. That's I know, it. but the whole like parties. crossover, like maybe she is a prostitute, maybe she's an escort. She's not a prostitute or an escort. Okay, I'm just trying she to hear from you. you. Listen, how? Why did, don't they say that about the Kardashians and uh, and 
Paris Hilton and everyone else that gets paid to go to events. The Kardashians go through more men than my daughter ever did. Oh, yeah, and, and Kim definitely got peed on. I wouldn't. I know that. I wouldn't comment. I don't know. I, I, it's on a video. Is it? We'll talk about that later. <laughs> but no, uh, I don't want to hear about that. Are you sure? It's a pretty Possibly. interesting story. I actually have a picture of Kim and I in my phone from when we did an event together. Oh, yeah. You guys are family. You guys are all... F- your, your Kardashians are cool, right? Dina, no, Dina's was, friends with... Dina was the original Kris Jenner. She was friends with Kris. She was the first momager, right? Yeah, I guess. So, yeah, because it wasn't Lindsay at, at uh, Kim's fake wedding. I believe she was. Yeah, so it all... But, but going back to the porta potty thing, I just yeah. wanted to you know, let you know that that is out there. People do that. And Lindsay was being accused of certain things. And from had someone ever accused her of that? Uh, Nick, not not okay. no one's ever you know said the actual pooping and peeing on situation. But they've said you know the sex and the boy because they, they they these guys turn into boyfriends and she's borrowing cars and she's doing this and that. Listen, it's just like listen, crazy. She, well, I know this for a fact. She gets paid to go to events, not to go on dates with guys. If there's a party, for example. If she goes to an event and it's uh, a prince, he's got five other girls there with him. He yeah. invites five big names. Yeah, but the prince is there to, you know, hook up with Lindsay. Trust me, I know Lindsay with half the people she knows from this Maggie guy up in the hills from India and Vikram Chatwell, who's a billionaire. <laughs> she's friends with them. I had a long talk with her this weekend, and she's friends with them. It doesn't go any further than So that. the long talk was like, hey, Lindsay... What's going on with these guys? Well, I talked to her about some of this stuff, yeah. So you're still I want to know. And she's in there now, and they're out here by themselves, so now they're at my mercy. Wow. That's good to know. So you're still that protective dad. Oh, listen, no one's going to hurt my kids. No one's going to hurt my kids. No one's going to hurt Kate. No one's going to hurt Dina. And you know these guys are just taking advantage of her. You know what I mean? Yeah, in a lot of ways, especially, you know, using her for, you know, to promote their parties, just... uh People have stolen. She told me about the situation with the stuff getting stolen from her house. Yeah, her friends. Her friends did that, or people she thought was friends. Half the I, I half the well, not half the stuff. A lot of stuff in there is things I bought her. A lot of jewelry I bought her. Really? It's all gone. That sucks. Yep. So where where does Lindsay call home now? Like besides Betty, like I'm, does she have a place? She calls home New York. Oh, really? Yeah, well, you know, she has her mom's house. I have the place in the Hamptons. It's rented out right now in the Hamptons. But um, and she has my place in Florida. Anytime she wants to come down with Kate and I, she's perfectly welcome. Um, when she, when Lindsay became a lesbian, were you, like, totally freaked out by it? When she became a lesbian? Well, when she had the lesbian relationship. Okay. When she, uh, yeah, when she experimented with... You think that was exper- That was a long experiment? She's with guys again. She was with... All guys, she met Samantha Slutball, and then she went back to being with guys again. So Samantha got Lindsay at a very vulnerable time in her life. When her dad, mom, mom and dad were going through a divorce, Lindsay started drinking and partying. She didn't know where to go, and Samantha got her when she was down. And Samantha dragged her to her level, which is below the barrel. You know what's crazy that no one's ever, like, Proposed to like as far as like try to marry her, marry your daughter, like Lindsay, just just to be like famous. You know how Paris gets engaged and like yeah. Kim and like all these like these guys hang her on her because Lindsay wouldn't accept it. She's smarter than that. She knows people yeah, would do it for publicity. Yeah, I true. That's, I guess that's true. Hi, caller. You're on Nick Ritchie Radio. Well, I have some questions. Yeah, who's this? 
Am I on the line? Yeah, who's this? Uh, that's just a random. Um, I don't think he knows me. But I was just curious why he's um, over at the Ford Center trying to get his daughter out of a place he wanted to get her in. And then he goes and talks to the media. And then he says some more crap. And now he's talking to you. So basically you're calling basically you're calling Michael a media whore is what you're saying. Well, I don't use those words. I just think he's an asshole. Oh okay. she use media whore, but she's an asshole. Now this is an asshole oh, on the no, phone. No, I'm sorry, that was my <laughs> Okay. Okay. Now, no, no, no. no. Let me let me address no, let, your let me address your question. Number one, you said that I wanted her in Betty Ford. Where's the gun? No, no, no. You Where? wanted her. To, you wanted her to get treatment. You wanted her to have. I didn't. No, I, I wanted her. I wanted her in the right treatment facility, not Betty Ford. She went to Betty Ford. What is the, what is the right treatment? Can, can I finish? Can I finish? Can I finish? You gotta let him talk. You gotta let him talk. Uh, she was in Betty Ford for four months before it didn't work. That should say enough. Why go back to a place that didn't work before? I wanted her in, in a facility that would work, someplace she never went before, not in a 12-step program. I do this for a living, obviously, and I'm not slighting you, but you don't do this. I know the difference between programs that people do need and don't need. I know my daughter for her entire life, especially don't her Don't you think the, life. The, the judicial system judges and like lawyers and all this stuff, they don't, they don't, they don't know. know anything. No, they, they, they just, just put them into rehab. What, what is this place you keep talking about in Florida? It, it doesn't seem to have been there that long. No, it's been there for four years, and it's got a higher recovery rate than most places in the country. The only place that isn't higher than that are the faith-based programs like um, Faith Farm, Teen Challenge, and the Dunklin Institute. The, um, for, number four is the Lucas Institute, and that's the place I'm talking about. It's not 100% faith-based, but it does have a faith-based component in it, but it gives one-on-one -on -one trauma therapy. They don't treat the... The, they don't treat the addiction; they treat the trauma that leads to the addiction, and that's that's. But which is what the, the Betty Ford Center I'm familiar with, and they they have an extensive program, and they and whatever you could have your own opinion, but it seems like have you been you're, to Betty you're, Ford? Push, you're pushing an organization based on that the fact that you are betting it, and you get some kind of. Um, yeah, but the judge, kind of, the judge is not. Probably, I don't get anything. Don't have you been? Fly. Have you been in Betty Ford? I, I haven't needed to, and I'm, I'm fortunate in that sense, but I, I, I'm familiar she with the system, and I'm very um, mm -hmm. well-versed okay. in it on, on another level. Thank you. But I have a question about your, your history. You, you, it seems like you've been to... away more than you have with your family. And well, I was just noticing, well, like, in, well, in no, 1999... Let me give you a screen in mathematics real quick. Okay, I was married for 20 years to Dina. I was only divorced now. I was divorced um, in 2005. I was with my family. I was in jail for four of those of all those years that I was married. So you do the math. You tell me I was away more than I was with them. Go back to school or go to rehab. Does that bother you. you that people know you better than you know yourself? Yeah, isn't that great? This lady has all the answers. Hi, caller. You're on Nick Ritchie Radio. Hi, caller. Yeah, I was just wondering. I was just wondering how uh, Cindy Lohan's father felt about her changing her name to Amanda Bynes. <laughs> do, you hear, do you hear what you said? Is it Lindsay changing her name to Amanda Bynes? Yeah. But see, um, did you see how that's relatable, though? Like how a man is going through craziness, and we used to see Lindsay go through craziness, and now he it's Amanda Saga. Your names. I think you should just cut this guy. Oh no, he's already gone. But I, but that was a, it was a joke he was trying to make. Yeah, it's okay. Good job, bro. Good job. Hi, caller. You're on Nick Ritchie Radio. Hey, 
Hey, how's it going? Good. Who's this? This is Mark uh, from Key West, Florida. I hey. want to ask Michael something. Okay. Sure, Mark. Michael, if Lindsay's career never comes back, right? what are you going to do to make a living? <laughs> what an asshole. <laughs> He's on your radio show. He doesn't listen to what I do for a living. I, I'm probably going to come down. Uh, I don't know. Maybe someone will pay me to put you a hit probably on go fishing. <laughs> probably go fishing in Key West. Yeah, look on. No, but, 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 but do you understand what people see when they see you? They think that you. I'm buy a cement company. I'm going to put his feet in a they bucket. Think the whole, in the water. You, they think the whole family is, is, makes money off Lindsay. You know, that's how you guys survive. Dude. I, my family owns private jets. We don't. My cousin owns a private jet. My cousin made over six hundred million dollars when he sold this company. We don't need money. Okay, that's good. Michael just cleared that up. They're rich as fuck. <laughs> Not me. He is. But we've okay, done but, some things. Together. But you have to. You have to understand. Like when someone in the family blows up like that, you would <laughs> expect, especially with all the craziness and and you always being out there in the media and Dina in the media and all the stuff they they automatically assume. I don't see Lindsay shopping with her credit card and Betty Ford. It's my credit card that she's using. So I guess, you know. Okay. That's that's good to know. Yeah. So you are still her father then? I think so. Until <laughs> the day I die. That's crazy. Well, Michael, thank you for taking calls from people. I appreciate yeah, my it. My pleasure. You're out, you're out of the hot seat. Yeah. Even though that I girl, don't think so. When I leave here, he'll still keep me in the hot seat, won't he, guys? I think I, so. I, I have a feeling. I'll be back again. I know you'll have me back again. We're going to have to settle some things in the future. Probably. We'll probably get in some more battles. When I, write, when I write my fucking book. You know, but but you know what? I better be in that if you do write Oh, one. you're going to be in it for a while. Yeah, it's going to be more had. than just a paragraph. Okay, more than a voicemail? <laughs> okay, you know what? I'm going I'm to send it off with uh, Michael's voicemail to me, and just so you guys know how much he loves me. Uh, this has been a great episode of Nick Ritchie Radio. Um, if you are in Vegas, June 7th, I'm going to be doing an appearance at Daylight. It's uh, the new hot pool, Michael. It's like the biggest thing ever. It's like a Ibiza. It's, Where at? Which... It's in Las Vegas. It's in between the Four Seasons and Mandalay Bay. I think it's a Mandalay Bay property. Yeah. And uh, it's it's retarded. It's like this pool is the hottest people, the best, and I'm they want me to come christen it. So I'm going to go and christen it and give my blessing. Like yeah. you give your blessing to everybody, right. like me. Absolutely. So I'm going to go give my blessing to that place, and it will how, be. How are you going to christen it, Nick? Are you going to do one of those potty things? I'm actually going to drop a bottle of uh, Dom Perignon. Really? And, yeah, and hopefully close my eyes so there's no girls around. <laughs> you know, because the last, last thing I need is a. Is a, is Listen, a we're married men. Uh, yes, we are. We are I, married am, men. I am definitely married. And I'm just like being married, trust me. <laughs> Okay, this has been a, a, a great episode. Thank you, Michael Lohan, for coming in studio. Thanks, I'm going to give you a copy of my book. Read the ent entirety. I saw it. You signed it. I, love I it. signed it. I said, and the now I'm going to read it. Now I'm not just going to read that one little blurb. I'm yeah. going to read the whole book. And just so everyone knows, this is Michael Lohan's uh, voicemail to me, and this is how much he loves me. Shut up. Turn that thing off. Nick, are you fucking kidding me? Are you that friggin' low that you would take this bullshit? A picture of somebody not even with me or anything that has no association with me and put it up there and run with some heroin junkies, which was perfectly clear in the text, with his lies and story when there's no connection whatsoever. You know, I thought we cleared this up the other day. You're a fucking scumbag, Nick. You're a fucking scumbag. And I never met you before, but when I saw you on Celebrity Family Rehab, whatever it is, 
and I told what a punk you look like, you can go fuck yourself. And if you have something to say to me, come and meet me anywhere you want because you're a piece of shit. You're a low-life piece of shit, and I hope what you do to other people like myself comes right back on you and your wife and your fucking family. I hope it comes right back on you because you're a punk piece of shit. May God damn you. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.